Hey, welcome to the Church Home Podcast. My name is David, and I'm the CEO here at Church Home, and I'm so glad that you joined us today. In just a moment, you're gonna hear an encouraging message from Judah around the person of Jesus and his love for you. And hey, if we can serve you in any way, please do not hesitate to reach out and chat with a pastor on our pastor chat tool, which you can find on our website or on the Church Home app. And if you've been impacted in any way by this message, we want to invite you to join those who so generously give to tell the story of Jesus across this globe. Go ahead and visit us on churchhome.org give or text the word generosity to 97,000. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this message. Hey church, happy Christmas Eve. This is undoubtedly my personal most favorite time of the year. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you're hanging Christmas lights of some kind. This was uh, my dad's favorite time of year. Uh, December 19th, 12 years ago, he graduated into heaven. He's always on my mind during this time of year. And we had a family tradition during the Christmas season, right around Christmas Eve, uh, late Christmas Eve night, we drive around the neighborhood looking for Christmas lights on homes by the neighbors. I love all the multicolor, the blue lights, the white lights, all the different Christmas lights. And it is interesting, isn't it? Because all over the world, that custom and tradition seems to be transcendent. People are putting lights in trees, putting lights on railings, putting lights in their home, putting lights in their room, putting lights on their outside, putting lights on their gutter, putting lights on you know, their walkway, whatever it might be. I, I hope you've gotten a chance to see some of the nostalgic, romantic Christmas lights. But I wanna take a few minutes to talk to you about the Christmas light. You may not know this, but one of the great titles of God is the already shining light or the life light of the world. He was described as the light of the world. In fact, before the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem, which of course is the celebration of Christmas, he was said to be Emmanuel, God with us, the light bringer, the light of the world. He would be with us and he would light up the darkness and he would light up our life and he would light up our body and our brain to be our true selves. We'll talk about that for a moment. And I wanna read to you one of the more compelling passages I've read recently. Listen to John chapter one in the Message Bible. It says this, the word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word, the word was God and readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by, and the life was light to live by. Let that sink in on this Christmas Eve. The life light, there's that title. I love that title of God. The life light blazed out of the darkness, and the darkness couldn't put it out. Later, it says the life light was the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings in to light. He brings in to light. He is the life light. We have an interesting relationship to light, don't we? I know several people, and maybe you do too, who say, I, the nighttime's kind of my favorite. 
And I, you know, Chelsea, she loves to have the curtains in the room. I love all the curtains open. I can't wait for the light to come up because I love Jesus. Okay, it's a joke. It's a joke. But Chelsea kind of likes the darkness. At night, she needs it to be dark in our room if she's going to sleep. By the way, Chelsea is my wife of 23 years, in case you're counting, the love of my life. And she likes it dark if she's going to sleep. So when I say light, maybe you're listening going, well, I mean, the light's it's kind of revealing. It's not really my favorite. Uh, you know, if you, your favorite dinner spot, your favorite evening spot, oftentimes there's dim lighting. Oh, I love moody dim lighting, candlelight. I love all the different LED lights. You can change colors now and in this technological age. Like I, I love moody kind of darker lighting. So when somebody like me shows up at a Christmas Eve service and says, God is the light of the world, maybe immediately you go, uh, I don't know if I want God to light up my life. There are parts of my life that are just safer in the shadows, safer with a little more dim lighting. There's nothing better than dimmers on your lighting in your home. I love dimmers. I don't know how to install them, but I have friends who know how to install them, and I'm always talking them into installing dimmers, right? But it is interesting because it begins to describe our relationship to light. Most of us probably are like, a super, super bright light? Uh, Not my favorite, right? Maybe it kind of reveals some parts of your skin that aren't your favorite, reveals some, you know, blemishes or inconsistencies. And so, Our relationship to light sometimes can be, how should I say, a little hesitant. But I got good news for you. This light life, this all, this life of light and this light that is life that is God and Jesus who came into the world on Christmas night doesn't function like an exposing, revealing, unnerving light. His light is very specific. In fact, the Christmas story records a lot of action around lighting. Remember, the the angels come declaring that there is born today in Bethlehem a Savior, a Deliverer. It'll be good news to all people. Great joy. Good news of great joy. And, of course, when the angels announced to the shepherds, the sky lit up in brightness as if it was the peak of noonday. Furthermore, the wise men who finally showed up to toddler Jesus, approximately two years old, guess what they followed? A big light in the sky. A lighting and light was a big part of the Christmas story. I'd like to think that's kind of where we got our tradition of lighting up our homes and lighting up trees is because so much of the Christmas story is about light. And I got good news for you. The light that God brings is not to humiliate you, expose you or reveal your inconsistencies or your blemishes. Have you ever had uh, one of those kind of like magnifying glasses? And uh, there's those lights here in the United States of America. They're like for, for like rocks. You can kind of investigate rocks or you can investigate like jewelry and make sure, you know, there's consistencies in the jewelry. And there's a big bright light and a big thick magnifying glass and you can look in there. Have you ever turned that on your skin? It is so unnerving, right? You see all the little pores and all the things in your skin, and you're like, ugh, I do not want to see that. I'd much rather see myself through a filter on social media than an actual crude 
almost rude lighting. That's not God. He assures us over and over that he is the life light, which is to say his light brings life. What does his light do? Well, it does two things. It lights up the lies and it lights up the truth. I got good news for you. You can move towards the light. I got good news for you. You want the light in your life. You want the life light. Do you know, basically the first statement, when all of this came into existence, you know what God said at the very beginning? Let there be light. And that light would do the centerpiece of humanity good. Not to harm us, not to hurt us, not to expose us or or shame us, but to reassure us. And here's how Jesus works. Here's how the life light works. And on this Christmas Eve night, I want you to be assured that the light of the world is not far. He's not distant. He's not miles and miles away waiting for you to be moral enough or good enough to garner his attention and get him to come near to you. No, Christmas is all about how the light of the world is amongst us, around us, as near to us as our next breath. Think about it. I love one of the titles of God that he is the already shining light, which is to say he has been shining long before you were ever born. You've been on his mind. He planned and prepared for you. He knew you would be here. Maybe right now you feel lonely. The Christmas season can be very isolating. It can be very lonely. I oftentimes think of single adults who maybe families across the world or across the country you live in, and you find yourself as a single adult, maybe not wanting to invite yourself over to your friends who are married with kids, and you're wondering, what do I do? And before you know it, you're getting takeout on Christmas morning, and you're by yourself asking yourself maybe deep, thoughtful questions about the meaning of life, and are you really happy, and are you really fulfilled? I got good news for you. You are actually not alone on this Christmas Eve night. You will not be alone Christmas morning. The light of the world. The life light is blazing all around you. And here's how his light works. It exposes the lies and reveals the truth. Here's how the life light works. I'm going to say it again. He exposes the lies and reveals the truth. God's light lights up the darkness. The lies the misunderstandings, the untruth that we believe about ourselves, that we're just a failure, we're just gonna be just like our dad, just like our grandfather, just like our mom. You're the same, you're gonna make the same mistakes. You're gonna be addicted to the same substances. Here you are again, you got the same proclivities and the same propensities and that's just who you are. I got good news, the life light wants to expose that for what it is. It's a lie. That is not who you really are. I'm gonna tell you who you are. You're a child of God. And that baby born in Bethlehem was the the declaration of the eternal one and the divine one that God is near and he will never leave us 
nor forsake us. We are not celebrating today a God who's unfamiliar with our challenges, our pains, and our problems in this planet called Earth. For he came to Earth, and he's accustomed and familiar with loneliness, pain, temptation, loss, even physical agony. He became familiar. He took it upon himself to know you and me and our challenges here on Earth intimately. Now, his light blazes for all generations. It blazes to remind you who you really are. You are not what you do. You are not what you've done. And you are not what you will do. You are who God says you are. You're a child of God. You're loved. You're seen. You're accepted. You're his. Quite literally, you're in the palm of his hand. Quite literally, you're in the middle of his embrace. And this is what his light does. His light reminds you every day of who you are. Over and over, we see in the New Testament, the writers declaring their position. As if there is a light reminding, revealing again, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You knew I was going to get it in. My, probably my life verse, 2 Corinthians 5.21, he who knew no sin became sin so that you and I might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He became your heir, your wrong, your pain, your loss, your sin, your selfishness, and your shortcoming so you could become right in your relationship with God permanently, eternally, and forever. That's who you are. The life light is blazing tonight on this Christmas Eve. Imagine with me just for a moment how bright and brilliant the sky must have been when the angels came singing, declaring in melodious form of the goodness of God and his entrance into earth. Imagine how brilliant that star must have looked. So compelling, so brilliant, so stunning that men who made a living studying the stars were so compelled to follow it wherever it led them. And so that light is much like the light that shone around the angels. It's much like the light of that star. That's how Jesus, Jesus seeks to reveal his goodness and his wonder and his beauty. The life light of Jesus reminds you who you are and most certainly reminds you who he is. The overwhelming evidence and predominant title of God in the whole of scripture his father. He's a good father. And his light reveals that. And today, maybe you feel alone. They are telling us in today's culture, in this unusual and unprecedented age called the technological age, all of the study is telling us that loneliness is an epidemic. Loneliness is at an all-time high. And maybe you're facing loneliness right now. Maybe you're facing shame right now. Maybe you're facing the inadequacy of humanity that seems to plague us all. I'm not good enough. I'm not sharp enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not connected enough. Could God really have a plan and a purpose for me? Yeah. Yeah, thousands of years ago, you were on his mind. 
in the already shining light, the blazing light of the universe is your closest friend and he loves you. I wanna encourage you on this Christmas Eve, as silly as this may sound, bear with me, please. But as you look at those twinkling lights in a Christmas tree, or maybe you consider the one strand of multicolor lights you have right now taped to the wall of your bedroom. I want you to look at that light and consider how God is the life light of the universe and his light seeks to remind you how near he is, how loved you are, and how you are who you are by the grace and goodness of God. We celebrate on this Christmas Eve night that that baby became a man and that man died for the sins of humanity. Every single one of them, the little sins and the big sins as we categorize here on earth, the most atrocious, outrageous acts that human beings have ever done to one another and the smallest of thoughts of self-serving lust and selfishness. It has all been paid for. You are freely forgiven because of that baby born in Bethlehem who became a man, the sinless man, the God man, God with flesh on. That's how much God loves you and loves me. I'm grateful tonight on this Christmas Eve at every one of those lights. And uh, I'm grateful my dad drove me around on Christmas Eve, my sister and my mom, we looked at those lights because may those lights in some small way remind us that the life light of the world has come and he's never leaving and we're not alone and we're forgiven forever. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you. I thank you for you, the life light. Thank you, God. You're the real thing. And you bring light into the world. You blazed out of the darkness and the darkness cannot put you out. No matter how bleak, painful or difficult this life may be, we declare that you are in control and we trust you. If you're watching this episode, and you would like to receive the free gift of forgiveness that only the life light of the world provides in the person of Jesus. Just say this with me, I do. I receive it, I do. I believe in Jesus and I receive his forgiveness. It's that free, it's that easy, it's that accessible. You'll never be the same again. I love you, church home. And please, from the bottom of my heart, hear this, Mary. Merry Christmas. The light of the world has come and he will never leave. Love you.